Okay. Brandon. All right, is that better? I don't know. Is it better? I feel like that's a lot better. Okay. <laughs> I was like, there's a heck of a delay, so let's start this all over again. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Writer's Block. My name's Brandon Morehouse. And I'm Jake Flukiger. And for those of you who are tuning in, thank you for listening. We had some technical difficulties, so we're relaunching this week's episode. Um, and if you'd like to participate, go ahead and hit that little mic button in the in the corner. If you're listening back, Jake, what should they be doing? Well, they should obviously be following us on Podbean. Make sure you follow, like, and leave comments for us. We love yeah. to hear from you. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, that's working so much better. That delay was... <laughs> I know, it was killing me. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I mean, again, we always have technical difficulties. and It's just a thing, right? It's just a thing, right? So how's your week going, Jake? Um, my week is going pretty well, actually. I uh, got called into the principal's office. Good on you. And, um, yeah, it was delightful. Can I? Why did you get called into the principal's office? So actually, it was for nothing bad at all. Um, well, the second time wasn't for anything bad at all. The first time, the student that I worked got down in the principal's office. Oh. But the second time I got called in was because I, they just are really excited to have me as part of the group there at the school, and they have like ten different positions that they would like to put me in. So oh, that's awesome. They're trying to figure that out. So ask for more money. I will definitely be asking ask for, for more, more money. Always ask for more money. Yes. Yes. Brandon, <laughs> how is your week? Uh, it's It's been a little bit of a rough week. Um, for those of you that don't know, my grandmother passed away. Uh, so we had her funeral today. She was 97. And it was interesting. It was, you know, so I've been on the road all day. As Jake knows, I've been on the road five to six hours today but i'm i'm all I'm, day i'm back um back home we had her funeral and it was funny because at the graveside um grandma liked to drink her wine and her wine um was mad dog 2020 um for those of you who don't i don't i know you don't know what don't that is wanna... that is not wine <laughs> that is liquor um, she likes to have a class <laughs> or two every day. Um, so we you're, all you're... did a shot in her honor at the graveside. So, I love that. I love that so much. It was it was, it was nice, spur of the moment sort of thing. Um, so, it was nice. It was uh, you know I second trip I've had to make this week, and next week's Thanksgiving and. Yeah, and then tomorrow I've got my uh, author's panel that I'll be participating in for the university. So, Which is so exciting, I'm, and I think you should brag a little bit and tell people about it. <laughs> it's, it's just a panel that they asked me to do, um, and there's a bunch of doctors and stuff sitting in on this panel about how writing is beneficial for your mental health. That's it. Yeah, definitely something boring with all those doctors on the panel, you know, just just a basic old panel. I mean, who am I to sit here and be like, well, I don't know about the physical aspects of it, but <laughs> but I do have to say that it 
yes, it's good for your mental health, but it'll take you down a mental road that you are not ready for. <laughs> 120 bazillion percent. Be prepared. So, all right. Let's, are we good to move on? I don't know. Are we good to move on? I feel like we're good to move on. Jake, so for those, of you, yes. for those of you new and new listeners and so on and so forth, we like to do an off-topic topic, and I sincerely love that name. I love that name. Um, I know you where do. Where one host hits the other host with a topic they don't know what it's about until it's said. This week, Jake is hitting me. Brandon, Jake. There are so many things that bring up nostalgia for people. And so many things that are getting like revamped and brought back to life. Okay. Now... I know that you have very strong opinions on TV shows and movies getting revamped. You son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but, but, my question is, is did you ever go to the Scholastic Book Fair? What the fuck? <laughs> yes. I mean, I loved going to the Scholastic Book Fair. I love those little metal carts that they brought out. Um, and they opened up the books, right? It, so here's here's the reason that I bring yeah, this up. Let's... At our school, it's it's parent teacher conferences, and the Scholastic Book Fair is there. And I got to go with a student today and go browse around all the books, and it was so, it was just awesome. It was just awesome. I think that's great. I mean, I've got. Two Scholastic books, two books that I read from Scholastic in my library right now. Like there, I can physically. Which are? It's the Cyber Zone series. I remember reading them in like fourth or fifth grade, and they're short little novellas. Uh, and they're just they're just fun. They're you know, they're I don't want to say they're scary, but like they, creepy. I, they're not even creepy. They're like. They keep you on the edge, right? Okay. But it's okay. like borderline, not, I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. They're just fun and they're like, there's, they're a little, they could be a little scary, but there's only like six in the entire series. And I want to end up getting them all. But, well, obviously. I mean, they're like a dollar a piece now. But I remember reading Perfect. the entire series when I was younger and I just loved it. I thought it was great. I love that. They're, I they're all kind of like sci-fi, but scary. I don't know, thriller esque. So for like, it's sci-fi right up your it's alley. It's right up my alley. Right up my alley. I love it. What book did you get from? Um, did you get a book? I feel like you got five. Um, I ha I haven't purchased a book yet. Um, that's not saying that I won't over the next uh, day or so. Um, there's also a really really fun notebook that i might have to get for myself get yourself a notebook authors have to i love notebooks i i rarely like here's the thing i had a really sweet friend of mine give me a notebook and i use it all the time and i am like trying to like cram everything in so i don't have to give up the notebook well tell me you're a writer without telling me you're a writer right <laughs> so so I'm, I'm, I just, I'm running out of a little bit of space, so I might need another. You're notebook. gonna need another, no, no, another notebook. Yes. 
Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, let's get on with it. Let's get on with the show. Tonight's topic is Jake labeled it as your query package. So and I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna you... let that joke go. Don't even start, or Jason and M and everybody else are going to jump on the bandwagon. M is probably like, I'm waiting for Brandon to open that up. I just did. But let's move on from that one. It is called a query package. I have a very query package. But (laughs) yeah, there is an extra letter in there. I couldn't resist on that one. So. For those of you that are new, I see we have nice. a couple of new listeners on here. If you'd like to join in, this is an open discussion. Please hit that mic. Jake, what is a query package? Okay, so a query package is your query letter um, and your synopsis. Okay. It can also be a pitch. It can also be um, additional material like your box. It depends on what the agent that you're trying to query is asking for. Which, quick plug, in a couple, is it next week or the week after? No, two weeks. It's the week after. We have have an agent coming on that will be fielding your questions. So, yep. You will get to ask all things related, all things query related. And it's Ann Rose from the Tobias Agency, and she is amazing. And I would well, and the reason I know she's amazing is because she's my agent. And I would like to see if we can talk her into maybe being a seasonal standard every season she comes on and we just have a quick discussion with her. But let's get to the first episode. Okay, back to the query package. So a query <laughs> package is like all of your material together. And it's that package might vary depending upon the agent, correct? Absolutely. So, So, what's the like? Go ahead, Brandon. What's the standard that every agent is going to ask for? Every single agent, as far as I know, is going to ask for a query query letter. And a query letter is basically um, a letter kind of explaining to them about your book. But it's more than just a letter. It is a chance for you to, A, connect with the agent if you can. B, to tell them the stats of your book, which is very important, like what genre it falls under, what age category, how many words it is. Um, And then, of course, the pitch, which is, you know, some it depends on the type of query that you're you're doing it can be anywhere from one to three paragraphs um and it's it's basically like the teaser for your book um and then a bio which everybody needs to have a quality bio does that include a picture no that does not include a picture (laughs) you giggle but that's a legit i mean i feel like a picture might I don't know, whatever. I think like a bio, like a resume, but okay, yes. Brandon, if you are as handsome as you are, you can totally add a picture Oh my God, stop it. Just stop. (laughs) I mean, I get it, but just stop. That's that's what this is all about, you know? (laughs) Like, put your foot forward. Um, I never put a picture with my query letter. I I totally missed the ball on that one, you know? I, I probably should have. Although I don't know, maybe it would have scared people off. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna fall into that trap. Nope, that's a trap. Good. Moving on. Perfect. So, <laughs> so moving on is okay. 
I had a question and it went right out. It's gone. Um, you've had you've had a day. I've had a, it's okay I've been up to since, lose these questions. I've been up since four. Yes, I've had a day. Um, so will all like I think of Query Tracker because we've we've talked about QueryTracker.com yes. or whatever um, before. Will what the agents be what they want in that package? Will that be listed on there? Um, once you okay, so query manager is something that a lot of um agencies are using now oh, for per, their agent so like query manager so, that's that's the website query manager and query tracker are related okay. query tracker is for authors who are trying to keep track of who they've queried and that type of okay. thing query manager is for agencies so that they can sift through and have all of the material at their fingertips exactly how they want it. Okay. So when you go into query manager, let's say you've picked an agent, they on their web on their website it says, "Hey, follow this link to go to my query manager." They will have basically a fill in the blank questionnaire. Um where they will ask you for your name, the title of your book, how many words it is, what genre, what age group it's for. Um, some of the agents like to ask random weird questions to kind of try to get to know you a little bit. Um, they will ask, they will have a separate section for your query letter itself and then your bio. Some of them will also have a section where they will ask for um, your synopsis or uh, pages if they do. Requesting or whatever that agency wants you to do. Okay. So, and then I know a lot of people, um, a lot of my friends that are querying are really kind of sick of the extra questions that get asked because some of them are just kind of random off the wall. Like what kind of fruit would you be and why? Well, um, well, you know what those are for, right? Oh, I totally know what those are those for. Those are for what? I know what they're for. Cause I've, I've given probably over 300 interviews and I always ask, would ask random questions like that. What are they for, Jake? All right, Brandon, some suggestions on random questions that agents could ask. Go. Oh, uh, if you could be any kitchen appliance, what would it be and why? Ooh, I love that one. I love that one. Um, I would definitely have to say that I am the popcorn maker. Okay, why? Um, because I am bubbly and fun. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, That's me. Um, <laughs> so what about so you? those questions, uh, if I could be anything, I would probably be the stove. Okay. Cause Why I, the stove? Because I'm hot and I'm the center of attention. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just, wow. But those are so important words. because they... <laughs> They show your personality, right? Those are personality questions. Okay. Yeah, they are personality questions. So the one why there's one that I know. Go for it. 
I was gonna say, there's one that I really like, and it really tells you a lot about people. So if you could either be invisible or fly, which one would you be? Oh, fly. I totally, I would totally fly. Always, fly. always go with fly on that one because it shows that you want to be like you're, you're, you're jumping the boundaries like you'd like to soar and be all that you can be while being invisible you kind of decide to fade in the background it's a great one all right see i just think that being able to fly would be really cool i think being (laughs) yes well it would be cool i'm like god that would save me so much money and gas exactly (laughs) wow travel time (laughs) i love that that is your thoughts I mean, and see, oh I'm thinking God. I would rather be invisible so I could find stuff to blackmail people on. Ooh, of course. That's where I'm going. Oh, of course. I mean, that's like both go coming out of the middle yeah, of nowhere. That is awesome. Better. Sneak in, get your re- intel, sneak out. I mean, why you're noticed? All right, you're invisible. Have everybody's dirty scene. little secret. Exactly. I ain't gotten a drill. Devious mind. Everyone, Brandon, you are somebody's dirty little secret. <laughs> everyone has dirty secrets. There isn't a oh single human on this planet that does. Even a newborn baby has a dirty secret. Em, I fucking love Jason, it. Jason, you missed that all together. Oh, I love that. Oh, I, I I got it. I I just I moved on. <laughs> Jason's like, oh I'm not God. even gonna acknowledge that. Let's just move on. <laughs> All right. So so, so Jason. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Go I ahead. was just gonna say, why do you think it is important for an agent to get to know you? Well, you know, they want to know who they're gonna be representing, and that's okay. Think, and what their product is and how they can present the route that they need to go for your personality and what works really well for you and your product. Okay. Okay. So let's say you have an amazing personality and you have crap writing. Okay. What then? Then you're, I mean, you probably, is it the writing or is it the editing? Like well, we could Ooh, we could work with that. Good question. We could good work with question. that. Your editing looks like crap, but your story is sellable. Okay, I can work with that. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, what happens if you have a crap personality, but you're an amazing writer? Well, you just have to go a different route. If if we'll say if you got picked up by an agent, right? It, okay. It's more we're going to kind of keep you less in the public eye whereas somebody with right. like a, a, a outgoing personality yes we want to put them in in the public eye because people are going to be um attra- I don't and I say attracted and I don't mean like physically attracted like they're going to be drawn there we go they're going to be drawn into that person which will result in selling more books absolutely yeah. i love it and if you are neither one of those, can you get there? Yes. I say that, and if, yes, you can. It's just going to be a harder route. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Like, it's going to be a little bit of harder sell, but we can work with it, right? 
Absolutely. And if you're both, great, you're golden. And everybody here, you're both. So there you go. That's that's the first lie you no, that's the tenth lie you've said tonight. Yeah. Rude. Yeah, we're Twenty three minutes of this and this shit's getting deep. I, do I was, not I was lie. gonna Give say like break. I was gonna say, Jake, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm not just flattering. I don't say things that I don't mean. Everybody here has the personality and the writing ability to make this work. Exactly. Your genuine your genuosity, I think it's made up of word. <laughs> You're yeah, I love it. I love it. Here comes Anne with the soundboard. <laughs> I love genuosity, so I'm all about it. I mean, words gotta start somewhere, right? So we just made up a word, or Carolyn just made up a word. We just made up a word. Make it work. It works. Yes. It's um, called coinage. Ooh, coinage. It's brilliant. <laughs> coinage. Um. So. Brandon, from what I understand that you're saying is that agents want to get to know you. Yes. And they want to know who they're working with. Yes. Why is that important? Well, you need to, you're going to have a working relationship. So you need to be able to get along with your agent and they need to know how to market you. <laughs> Fucking M. Oh. M just did the buzzer, which means you got the answer wrong, I, which means M must have a better answer. M. <laughs> 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 Number one, they want to know if you're an ass and if you're, you can work, they can work with you. Period. Oh That's it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Damn. Brilliantly said. I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the big thing is, is that they want to know if they can work with you. Yes, absolutely. And here's the one kicker that everybody seems to forget when they are sending out queries and everything else is, Brandon, who works for who? Uh, you work with, I don't know, you work with each other. You do work with each other. But at the end of the day, your agent is really working for you. Oh. They're out there trying to get your book sold. Okay. It is a partnership, though. You want to be, be on the same page. If you're not on the same page, you might not have the right agent. And just because an agent offers representation to you doesn't mean that you should take it if you don't feel right about it. Yeah. Wow. wow. I mean, I say that like uh, I have 40 others behind you that want my representation, so you better uh, You better bring, you better your, bring a -game. your a game. I have to say, I will say, okay, so there was a previous episode where we were talking about, I'm going to be in the trenches here pretty soon. And Jake, you and I touched briefly on this, and then we'll get back on the subject. But we had joked, I joked to Jake, I said, wouldn't it be hilarious that if Anne comes on and she's like, Brandon, I want to be your agent. <laughs> I, I would love it. Jake's that would like, be awesome. That would be a bunch of crap. <laughs> that is probably not going to happen because she hasn't read anything of I yours. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. Sorry, I needed to put that out there. It would be funny. Uh, I, I am sure Anne and you will get along smashingly, though. Smashing. Smashingly, yeah. English, all of a sudden. Okay, so 
What yes. what else do we need to be knowing about the query package? Okay. So you have your query letter, and there are good and bad query letters. Don't let anybody tell you differently. And what you want is you want that agent to keep reading or want to keep reading more. That is the entire purpose of a query letter. Now, in the past, we've talked on other episodes about query letters and about how the format that you should use to kind of make that happen. There are plenty of query letters out there that have achieved an agent that have not followed that formula. And that is okay. Your biggest thing is, is if you can get the attention of the agent, keep it and have them wanting more. Oh. However you go about that. However you go about that? That could be scandalous. You might want to be careful. Well, but, thank you, Brandon. I mean, that's not what I meant. Okay. You said it. I'm just saying what you said. I did say it. I know, <laughs> yeah, but let's be life, honest. My mind went down a, a dark uh, path there, too, just for about <laughs> Jason, give me a no. 10, 10. <laughs> Listen here, all of you, and I want to make this very clear. If what I say could be taken one of two ways, it is always the innocent path. Brandon, on the other hand, maybe not so much. Never. Never assume Never. See, I, I, I feel a kinship with Brandon because my, my I am the that's what she said. But <laughs> I, I also appreciate Jake's, you know, innocence. This, this is, <laughs> well, this is why Jake and I balance each other, right? He says yeah, stuff. Yeah, we balance each other really it, well. He says it and he doesn't realize I'm like, really? You're going to say that with a straight face? I mean, the your query package. We were all thinking it, right? Like, really? It is what it is called. <laughs> I know. It's just funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just can't win. Stop. And that's, that's okay. okay. That's fine. Okay. That's okay. So, Brandon, you have to think straight. I don't. There's no. Oh, there is no way. <laughs> no way. No way in Hades that that is happening. No way in hell. <laughs> when you think of those terms, you have to think straight. I'll pass. Can you do it, Brandon? Nope. 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 <laughs> I'm good. It's I'm good not Q-U-E-E-R. Well, yeah. We need to re yeah. we need to rename that. Anyways. Yeah, I'm well, sure agents would love that. <laughs> Here's my query package. I don't know. Depending on <laughs> depending on the agent. Like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> I mean, if if they're if they're looking for you know LGBT, you know authors, great, you know, go for it. Um, so moving on with moving our on. Let's query move on. set of everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing that we want to step into as well is our synopsis. Okay. Now, recently we had a query letter and synopsis episode. But I want to revise your synopsis is basically a one slash two page deal that is basically summarizing your entire book from start to finish. That means you don't hold back. You don't keep mysteries. You don't save the best for last. You don't try to, you know, tempt the agent with, you know, a cliffhanger at the end. They need to know everything in that synopsis. Is that single space or double space? 
That is single space. Jesus. Okay. Think of now, it as doing a book report for your worst eighth grade teacher. Yeah, seriously. Okay. M has that pegged exactly right. Okay. Um, so for both your query letter and your synopsis, that is single spaced. Um, 12 point font, Times New Roman, standard one inch margins, um, query letters. <laughs> I like to see them between like 250 and 350 words with everything, um, which is hard to do. Um, and then again, like I said, the synopsis is one to two pages, depending on what the agent wants. Um, and that is really hard to do. Most people hate, hate writing the synopsis, even worse than the query letter. You are therefore a masochist when you dive into the query trenches. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. Querying is not for the faint of heart. It is really, really rough. It is a beatdown of your self-esteem to the utmost level, and you will question everything you have ever known since childhood. Amen. Brandon, I love that I swear I can hear you snickering. I, in the I, I was, <laughs> oh, he is so snickering. He apparently heard something else dirty. I, I was, I he, was totally... Because I, Jake, said, Jake said it was really rough. <laughs> Or something along those lines. <laughs> Brandon, that better not be it. I can't. I well, you said you're like oh my okay, god, rough. And I was like, I can't. I'm not even gonna comment on it. Like, leave it alone. That's when you mute yourself, Brandon, and have a good laugh. For real? I can't help. I wasn't. Jeez. I was like, okay, just <laughs> sorry, Jake. Go. I think we're all going to hell at this point. So. <laughs> Move on. Move on. Everybody but Jake and his children's books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore my snickering if I start snickering again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um anyway, those two things have to be extremely polished and ready to go. And those are kind of standard things. Um the next piece of the puzzle, um, for your query materials is you need to have, and it, it the, the problem is, is that it varies depending on the agency and the agent. Some agents want five pages, some want 10, some will ask for 50 pages or the first half of your manuscript. Um, the most standard that I have seen is five to 10 though. And so it's always a good idea to have those first five to 10 pages of your manuscript absolutely 100% polished the very very best writing that you have ever done and can put out there which is not easy that's a lot of work it can be it is a lot of work, a lot of work. it is so much work. and i cannot tell you how many times on multiple projects i went over the first 10 pages again and again and again it is it makes you want to pull your hair out. You get so sick and tired of reading the same thing over and over again. And then you sit there and you're like, well, it's really good. And then the next second you're like, well, it could be better. Maybe if I switch this or switch this or switch this or switch this. And that brings me to my next point, 
which is when you have your query materials as ready as you think you can get them, please, 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 before you go out and query, have other people look at the material. Get critique partners or beta readers that are willing to look at them, preferably people who are also in the query trenches or who have already received an agent. Um, because again, like we've talked about before with critique partners and supporting authors, you don't wanna go and say, mom, can you read this for me and tell me what you think? Because your mom is going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the most brilliant piece of work that I have ever seen in my entire life. Or if you don't have a great mom, maybe they won't say that. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, is that, is that you want to have eyes on your query material so that when you go out to query, it is as polished as it can be for the industry, not just for your standards. Which Because if it's not, it's going in chapter 11. Yes, yes. Really seriously, um, your query letter can make or break whether an agent even bothers to look at your material. I mean, one mistake in your query letter and they're gonna figure that you've got mistakes all over your manuscript. It is ridiculously hard. It, it, Think eighth grade English teacher and go back and hunt her down. Yes. And say, I need this perfect. Will you help me? I'm so sorry for what I did in your class. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, there is a bright side to this whole entire mess. And that is the fact that you are going to meet some amazing people along the way. You are going to meet people who are in the same boat as you, people that are there to support and help you, um, people that are going to really just be your lifeblood and your support as you go through the query trenches. It is rough, but there are so many other people doing it. And if you stick with it, you will succeed. About the time you receive your 20th rejection, you're going to be crying. Then you're going to receive your 30th rejection, and you're going to be sobbing, and it just gets worse from there. Now, M. Guys, this I'm is truly, like, uplifting and encouraging. I was just going to say, I can't wait. <laughs> this sounds like so much fun. This Here sounds is... like so much fun. Here is the fun part about it. Again, you will meet amazing people. And Carolyn, you're already part of a community. And I promise, Em and I have both done it. And if we can do it, you can do it. Because Em didn't send out nearly as many queries as I did. Not nearly. I sent out, let's see, I think a total of 49. And my agent ended up being my 30th query, and he did not respond to me for four and a half months. That is the other thing about querying. It is a very long and slow process. These agents are doing everything they can. But to put this in perspective, my agent, Ann Rose, who's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks to answer all your questions, she receives about 5,000 queries a year, which is 
astronomical. Um, and a lot of the agents have numbers similar to that. So it is a lot for these agents to try to get through that many queries and to give them all the time and the justice that they deserve. And again, that's why everything you do needs to be as clean and as perfect as you can get it. Now, M sent out her queries. I sent out about, oh, I don't know, 10 times that many. <laughs> I actually queried way too early on my first manuscript. I didn't get any help with it with the query package or anything like aside from you know a couple little hints and, and things here and there a book or two that i read um and i sent out almost 100 queries on that first project and it was nowhere near ready and i look back and i am so embarrassed that i sent it out um, but I was stubborn and I, you know, told myself, you are a great writer. You're just going to, you know, send out some queries and you're going to get an agent and it's going to be marvelous. And that did not happen. Now, that's not to say that the first time you go out and query, you're not going to get some responses if you prepare ahead of time. I did not prepare. This is a cautionary tale, a tale of woe and sadness that I shot myself in the foot by by sending out so many queries without knowing what I was doing. Um, my second project, I sent out a lot more queries, but I also knew what I was doing and how to query the right people, and I had my materials in order, which made okay, a big difference. My... Sorry, Jake. Go... No, I'm done. Go ahead, Em. Just say my experience was I'd worked on um, what ended up being two books. The first book, um, when I first wrote it, was like 180,000 words. So I split it into two. But then I got this bright idea that I was a crap writer. And if I was going to give this any shot whatsoever, ever, I was going to hire an editor. Ended up, by the time I was satisfied with it, I had hired three editors, spent $4,000. Now, M, should people go out and hire editors? I would bet them very well, but yes. Okay. I think on the, on, like, I mean, I can only speak for my work, but a developmental editor was a necessity to get a lot of the points correct, places I'd never been, things that I'd never thought about researching, um, local customs and stuff that I'd just gotten flat out wrong was where the development or developmental editor came in very strong for me. Um, but I went through a line editor, a developmental editor, and a grammatical editor, so uh, yeah, it was quite an, an expensive process, but my whole mindset was if it was going to have any chance at all, and rejections to the point where I couldn't take it anymore, then I had known that I had put forth as much as I could put forth. I love it. 
I am going and to I will just give a very small whisper that I may be on the verge of of a contract. Yes, a contract. Woo! Hopefully by Christmas. And that is fantastic. That is such good news. I am so excited for you. That is such a huge deal. You better be screaming this from the rooftops when it's actually I'm not screaming until that contract's in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you, but that is awesome. The first publisher fell through. Uh, Neither my agent nor I were happy with the what they were proposing so just recently we've got another one yay that makes me so so freaking happy congratulations thank you very much congratulations em thank you i am going to propose a counter argument to yours em i went through a couple of different editors as well and they did help me become a better writer. But I think the biggest thing that helped me was not the editors. It was the critique partners. It was workshopping my pages and my query letter and everything over and over and over again with people that were able to give me quality feedback because they had it was it was a collective mindset basically everybody brought stuff to the table and we were all able to help each other and to me that's the power of the writing community um the more you build these relationships with other people the better off you're going to be because it gives you access um and i spent a chunk of money too and um i i like the uh, the idea that you can do it for free within reason with with trading critiques and manuscripts and everything um because a lot of authors if it was just based on getting an editor and really having that you know finished polished look from an editor it would bar a lot of people from ever getting published because money's tight for a lot of authors um And so I would counter the argument that you need an editor or that you could get an editor and say, you can do it. You can do this. I mean, I I agree with that for a lot of different types of genres. I mean, fantasy, it would be really hard for a developmental editor to to work with that. I agree. Um, But I, I think, you know, with a lot of realism, I mean, when your your setting is in real life, if you read any of those types of books by um, what's his name? I can't even think. Robert Lundrum or David Bacotti or any of those, you go back into their reviews and everybody's always saying, well, that's not realistic. That could never happen. And anything that has, you know, the element of the real world you're going to get a lot of that feedback. And so that's where I say, at least with my genre, a developmental editor was essential. I didn't know what the streets of England looked like. I mean. You didn't? M. No, I've never been to England. 
how could you have written about England and not been? Jeez, what gall. Guess right, what? what That's you know, what right? Do. That's what writers do. I love it. I love that I you I hate that term, write what you know. Don't write That's what you know. That's funny because I think um, what I struggle the most with is trying to make my fantasy realistic because I want, like, it's urban fantasy. So I sit there and I write something and I'm like, that doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> so what urban? you said, Emily, like, that we'll get a lot of feedback like that. Um, thank you for the warning. Next time you urban fantasy is its own beast, I will say that. Hey, Em, next time you're gonna write about England, let me know. I bet there enough time I can actually describe each street in central London. No problem. <laughs> Jason, oh, that's amazing. Absolutely, because I've got another scene coming up. I may have to absolutely right now I'm up. looking for somebody who is into Muay Thai. Nobody can borrow for that? Muay Thai, no. Now, London, Europe, France, definitely. England, 100%, all over that bloody country. Um, I got family there, so I'm there like all the bloody time. Um, Germany. I need uh, something in London, an old, uh, uh, an old pub is what I'm looking for in London right now. I got a few places that you could probably uh, work with. I'll dig up their uh, addresses. Because I used the tea room on Russell Street in my first novel. Russell Street in Central? Yeah. Okay. I actually am kind of familiar with the area. I will, uh, I'll take a look. <laughs> I'll take a look. All Thank I have you. to say is that this is exactly what the writer's block is all about is people connecting with each other and talking writing and having a community and you guys are 100 percent yeah full on being like the perfect golden child example uh, yeah central fulton nottingham um uh, king's crossing all that area I i've spent years there uh west end schaefer um uh Folsom. Uh, no, in my first novel, I blew up uh, the tea room, and they escaped to the Surrey Hills. <laughs> All right. Okay. I love it. Also, I love uh, it. Canterbury. Um, I know Dover, Brighton. Um, uh, let's see here. The entire countryside of Devon, um, I know pretty well. Um, Kings County. Um, I, I'm okay, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say I'm gonna let you two talk off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there we notes. go. But I, I love the fact that you guys are connecting like that. That is awesome. Um, so if anybody needs anything in Europe or England, Jason is the go-to guy. That's good to know. This is kind of what we're talking about, is kind of building a, da a database of, you know, who knows what. If you have a scene set in England, say, hey, Jason, would you mind just looking over this for me and, you know, checking to make sure it's accurate? That's a marvelous thing to do. If you need anything to do with horses, I'm your guy. I will totally, hands down, help you with that. Um, if you need anything that has that is related to the restaurant industry, um, 
casinos, anything like that, uh, entertainment industry, you want to talk Brandon. Um, if you want to talk about anything that has to do with, you know, um, kids or psychology or anything like that, you want to talk to M. Like we have these amazing people that have so much knowledge and all you have to do is say, Hey, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours because that's all that this is about. If you want to have somebody beta read your book, beta read theirs. The more beta well, reading actually, you do, it, so the beta reader group, I can attest, I beta read someone's stuff and they beta read mine. And it was awesome. I, you know, he really liked what I'd written. It was really great. Um, it felt felt good to be like vindicated and yeah, to, to have that validation to believe that, you... like right to believe that oh i should go forward with this like it's not awful so it was really good that is awesome that is i awesome. should not be beta rating oh whatever and <laughs> you gave me an amazing beta read that's because your work was amazing well thank you um but you are a good beta reader. You give comments, you give feedback. And that's what it's all about is having that honest feedback and that honest, um, you know, exchange that says, hey, this part sucks. And that's okay because you can make it better. And this is how I would suggest you do that. Or I'm saying. Or you tell Jake that uh, this girl cries one more time and I'm going to beat her. Exactly. And you totally, totally. <laughs> You have no idea how much I had this woman crying, like my main character. <laughs> she was sobbing like every other page. And, <laughs> and it wasn't, I was like, this is what I would do in this situation. I would just be crying. I am not my main character, though. And so I had to totally rewrite a lot of that <laughs> and make her a little bit more tough. I had to make her more like Em. Because uh, she didn't the, have to be like me, but my God, pull back no. the freaking faucet a little yeah, bit. The faucet, the faucet was a, a lot, but it's again, it's what I would have done in these horrible situations that I wrote this character. No, if to. I'd been your lieutenant or your detective or whatever it was, yep. I would have smacked the crap out of her. Yeah, and guess what? I'm not character for it. So getting these the feedback that you need on your query material is key, absolutely key to making sure that you're putting your best foot forward. And that's really, really important, again, because it's hard to get an agent to be involved in your work. And that's not to say it's impossible. It just is hard. It's difficult. And so the better the better success you're going to have. And, and might I make one little suggestion, and I made this before in the previous one? Yeah. If you can them. stalk them just a little bit, social media stalk, find out what they, you know, what they like for their morning drink or whatever. And, you know, you can put in little details like, I, I hope your cat, blah, 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 is recovering from their surgery well. You know, to let them know that you have researched them not to be all stalker, Bobby, but to let them know that, you know, you are an agent, that they are the agent that 
this this you know writer has handpicked. And here's the thing: you can do that with a lot of them have uh, lists of things that they're looking for on manuscript wish list. If you go on there, they'll say these are my favorite books, these are my favorite TV shows, and you can be like, oh my gosh, you love Shit's Creek, I love Shit's Creek too. We can bond over that. Um, and just just those little bits of personalization. Now, do you have to have those in there? Absolutely not. If you put them in there, like, hey, I met you at this conference. Um, I didn't have material ready at the time, but I was so impressed with your talk about such and such that I really wanted to query you. Make these agents feel like they're special, like you are querying them for a reason. And that is a key piece. Query them for a reason. Make sure you do your research when you're sending out your query materials. Please, please, please do not query somebody with a romance novel that is specifically do only horror. They're, they're just automatically delete your email and it just chalks up another one um, to and you don't want no's, you want yeses. Um, and if you're going to get yeses, you are going to have to do your research. Make sure that you are querying the right people. Make sure that- And I think that's, a, I think I'm gonna back up Jake on that because I think that's a reason why so many people get so many rejections. Is they haven't researched the agent. They don't know what the agent is looking for and that agent may not even be taking queries. So you may end up sending a query to an agent who, you know, they're not even looking at their slush pile because they're closed queries and they're just going to delete it. So save yourself a whole lot of uh, heartache. Yeah. So Carolyn, what were you saying? It's like, a, you know, trying to get an appointment with a doctor who's not taking new patients. It's just, that is exactly yeah. it. That is yes, exactly you it. Do your research. Do your research. Make sure that these uh, these agents are taking new patients. Um, because if they are close to queries, you it's an automatic no. And it, that's so unfortunate because you want to make sure that, that your work gets in front of these agents. And um, you'll be the most interesting patient you can be. <laughs> Within reason. Within reason. Um we want to make sure that we are... Whatever, Jack. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Brandon, how's it going over there? I'm good. I'm just enjoying the conversation. Just sitting back and good. listening. Are you taking notes? Uh, mental notes, yes. <laughs> good. You're going to be this before it's too long. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> You're excited to query, and I know it. I mean, I, excited is a strong word, but yes. I am ex so excited for you, Brandon. Yeah. See, M's excited for you, too. Yeah, but M likes to, like, give people pain and stuff like that, so. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Just her I give the bad guys pain, not anyone else. Yeah, and you're not a bad guy, Brandon. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Don't even start with me. <laughs> as long as you're not hurting kids, you're good. Oh, yeah. You're good. Yeah. No worries. Kids are animals. Like, kids are animals. Yeah. Well, kids I mean, my novel is actually 
my main character takes out people who abuse kids. So <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And none of us are those people. So we're good. Right. You're all good. Yep. Brandon. Jake. We are basically out of we're time. Out of time. Our hour, that was a quick hour. That was it's a quick always hour. Always a quick hour. I know you came out. You gave us a lot of good information there, and thank you everyone for participating. We always appreciate that. Um, so, Jake, we got to go through our closing spiel. All right, what, spiel away. Spiel away. What should people be doing if they're listening back to our episodes? Obviously, you've already found us. If you would be so kind, please jump on to Podbean.com. And give us a like and a follow. And we'd love to hear your comments about the show. Yes. yes. And for all of you that are in the Writer's Block beta group, thank you for participating. If you know anybody that wants to join, please let us know. We'll get them included in that one. As Carolyn has already said, it's it's works, right? That we're it's something we're working on. Eventually down the road, we want to put everyone into like their own genres and stuff, but we'll get their at some point, um, Jake, what's what's next week's episode? We are talking about cookbooks. Ooh, with Thanksgiving the next day, with I feel like cookbooks would be a good one. There's a lot of cooking going on this time of year. There is a ton of cooking going on this at uh, this time of year. And I want to talk through what it takes because cook, cookbooks are kind of bridging that gap between personal narrative and nonfiction at this point. And so we're going to dive into that. And Jake and I have a secret. We do. We do. <laughs> you don't even know what the secret is. Jake. I knew Jake. it. I just knew Jake. it. No. Jake and I are working. Wow. Jake and I are working on a cookbook. Yay. Yeah. We are working on a cookbook. We are actually working on a cookbook. Um, and then the week after that, we're going to be talking with an agent board or agent question board, excuse me. And then I'm so excited. And then one. guess what? The week after that is our season finale. It's our season two finale. We're going to be talking holidays and New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. So we'll we'll be taking a little two month break. And then we'll be back. And at then it. we'll be back. We're starting off with how to write a prologue, and then we're going to be talking about romance and erotica. <laughs> I can't wait. Dun, 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 dun. I can't wait. That one's going to be fun. <laughs> it is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time with so, it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we love all of you. Love you guys. Thank love you. Love everyone. And we will talk to everyone next week. Good night, y'all. Bye. Bye. Night, guys. <laughs>